It was a dark night in mid-October in Dallas, Texas. Three amazingly beautiful, hilarious siblings to Shay, Sage, and Storm walk into a bar. From behind the light of a single candle, as the drinks begin to flow, so do the stories. And as per usual, they turn dark very quickly. Stop giggling. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Three Siblings Walk Into a Bar. My name's Sage, the middle sibling. I'm Storm, the youngest sibling. I'm Shay, the oldest sibling. One of these days, we'll, I always say that, one of these Yay. days we'll get it together. How long have we been doing this? Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, Lord, since October, because I think it'll what, be October, a year like, or second October. or something. It doesn't like, seem like yeah. that long, but it yeah. does seem like that long at the same time. <laughs> so we can also celebrate that exactly. when we go to Disney World. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Listen, we're going to have to, like, pre-record. Yeah. For real. Because we'll we have are. to record the one for that week and probably the one after because we'll yeah, be at Disney. And there's a Friday the 13th in October. That's going to be a busy month. Yeah. yeah. I know. Wow. I'm excited. That's crazy. So I was looking at your happening. tattoos today because sometimes I just like randomly go on your page and we'll just like look at them and I'll be like, I've seen this same one like 47 <laughs> times because I've gone through and scrolled on here so many times. But like, I'm just like, look at them. And like, you can just like tell. I'm like, dang, I'm so good. Like, yeah. you look at your older ones and I'm like, I'm like, how do you, you do, do that? You do it all day, every day is how you do, get better at it. <laughs> I, was... I saw the ones today that like, what is it like oh, dancing yeah. skeletons on the back? Oh, that yeah, is so, that kid, I love that. that was cool. in, and so he wanted cool. it very small on the back of his arm. And I was like, listen, if we're going to do this, we need to do it. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And so mm-hmm. I put it in the middle of his back, almost like half of his back. And he came in today and he was like, I want you to do the rest of my back. And I was like, what are you, are you sure? And he was like, what? yeah, I've already been picking out pieces. And so we were like placing pieces on his back to see if we could fit them in. Yeah, it's going to be really so cool. cool. See, that's how you know, like, he, you did a good job. Yeah, when they, yeah. Like, like, when they specifically, come back. he said that he uh, was looking for an artist that does that style uh, for a long time. And in Dallas, you can't really find them. And so he found me, like, specifically, Mm-mm. which is so wild to me. It's still really crazy that people come in that and look is. for me specifically. Good job. That's so Thanks. cool. I know. I'm so proud of you. I was you. thinking about that. Hey, you. Does your Bob shirt Cats say mom. Bobcats, mom? Everybody yes, the, everybody is. reads this shirt and they're like, oh, yeah. And, I'm like, and then they're like, wait, <laughs> what? I'm like, it's it makes people think, first of all, I'm, uh, I'm the quirky girl. I'm super <laughs> ironic. So <laughs> I, do, I think it's hilarious. It is. We were actually talking about that today, or not today. It was, I think, Mother's Day. I was talking to Raquel about it. And um, we were talking about thrifting and, like, these, Mm -hmm. like, weird shirts that she would find and stuff. And I was like, you know, what used to be, like, totally cool when I was in high school was to go to Goodwill and find, like, family. Yes. Family reunion shirts. Yeah. And I was like, and then they would have like ever, all these people's names on them and stuff. And then it would mm-hmm. be like the Williams family. And I was like, and of course you would know right. 
nobody or anything. And then and she was like, what? You wouldn't know anybody? I'm like, no. Right. I was like, I got it from Goodwill. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know anybody. And she was like, that's actually funny. And I was like, I mean, yeah. it was when I was a kid. My that's favorite thing. I had this shirt that I used to wear when I did drag. And it said, um, shit, what did it say? non-smoking initiative for dallas or something like that like basically like a big cigarette with like the, <laughs> the red circle x through it and i was in drag and i was smoking yeah. cigarettes yeah. at the time and i'd stand outside and just like smoke cigarettes in my shirt i thought it was so funny i thought it was so funny <laughs> it's the small things That's hilarious <laughs> i saw a tiktok yeah <laughs> i saw a tiktok today of a girl who was thrifting and um she found this sweatshirt and she goes, I love it. It's got a turkey on it and it says, gobble me, swallow me, drip, <laughs> drip gravy down the side of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's amazing. No, I, can't. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm yeah. going to make that shirt. And then I'm going to put on the, on the back of it, I'm going to put at three. <laughs> Did S's I tell you guys about the shirt that I'm going to make? <laughs> So I sent, no, the, whenever no. I got out of the hospital from uh, getting my stitches, I sent that picture to my mentor and he goes, that is a hardcore um, band cover, like CD cover. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. And so mm -hmm. I made it, made that picture into like a CD cover and it says my name over it and it says, what? help, I've fallen and I can't get up. And I'm making t-shirts of like my face all bloody and gross. And then it says, it, yeah, That's it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited. <laughs> oh my I gosh, know. I want seven. <clears throat> I, was, I will uh, buy them. I've been talking to a couple people I know, about new yes. prices and stuff. But I was just going to make like a limited run for like friends and family for now. And then see what they do. But I think that'd be really cool. That's awesome. And then I have my other. Exactly. <laughs> the mom's house. And it's not like, it's not too like, graphic, oh but gosh. it's, but yeah, she was it's also not, the one. No, yeah, no, she was the one a lot. Like from the ER. She's, she took yeah, it. Yeah. She sent it to me. And uh, yeah, she, me too. <laughs> cause I was, oh, I just texted her cause I was asking about somebody and, um, and she goes, oh, he's doing good. But I've been at the hospital with your brother all morning. And I was like, what do you mean I've been at the hospital? I was like, what the frick? And then she sends me that picture. And I was like, what the hell did he do? Yeah, and then we left. And she was like, do you want to get some food? And I was like, yeah, I'm actually really hungry. And I thought she was going to drop me off and, like, go get something or, like, maybe order something. We go through the Burger King drive-thru, and I look like that. <laughs> I turned my face away the entire time. I was like, I'm not trying to scare anybody. And like cars were driving by and I like just put my head, like I was just like covering my face up. I was like, just don't look at me, please. I swear this is I nothing. swear I didn't just murder somebody. Yes. I'm okay. That's so Imagine when I got to your apartment oh, that morning to see you. One of my like, one of my oh. first things that I told mom and dad <laughs> yeah. were, I think I scared Deshay and I'm really worried about it. And they're like, she's fine. She's fine. <laughs> and I was like, no, you don't understand, mom. Like she it was, was it, it was a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's used okay. to And I with I figured it, it, it nothing like that has happened around you guys before. And I it she looked really yeah. like, uh, 
like you were in mom mode, but you were also trying to figure out what happened at the same time. And you were trying to like, make sure that I wasn't going to fall again yes. and trying to find my shoes. And it was just a lot. Yes. It was a lot. I'm like, wait, do I turn <laughs> the light on? What do you need? Where, yeah. what, what is happening? Where are and your then shoes? I wanted socks, yeah. shoes. Do you have clean underwear on? <laughs> and I was like, okay, where, and then I had to go look at where it happened. And I was like, what? And then yeah. I could see. I was trying was to just, like yeah. move away from her and like stay in the dark because I didn't want to like freak her out. So I was trying to like make sure she couldn't see. Exactly. So you were like yeah. being the demon in <laughs> your bedroom. She, yeah. She just like gets me in the light and sees it. And she goes, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> we're going to go. Mm-hmm. She said, okay. Exactly. Girl, let's go to the hospital. Yeah. Bring your head again. It's like, uh, okay, well, we're, I said, well, okay, well, we're going to have to go to the emergency room. And you, you were like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, All you right. can't just put super glue on it? <laughs> You're like, just guide me to where I need to go. Yeah. Guide yeah. me where I need And then, like, go. she couldn't figure out how to lock my door. <laughs> and I couldn't remember where my car was. And it was, it was just a lot. It was a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was. Oh, oh my gosh, of, that's so funny. Right, yeah. I mean, one it's funny now. One of my biggest now, fears of all yeah. time is something happening to me and me not being able to put clothes on. I don't, it's, it's been a weird thing Oh, forever. yes. Yeah. When that happened to me, when I woke up, I was completely naked. And I was very worried that I wasn't going to be able to make it to my bedroom to be able to put some pants on before Deshae got there. <laughs> And she was, she was calling me. I was like, yeah, I was like, like, I'm really sorry. I just, I I can't. And she was like, no, it's, it's fine. It's okay. Like I'm coming. And you were like, we're family. It's okay. I'm like, I know, but it's weird. Yeah. Like, (laughs) what? And I just, now I just imagine like me walking in and you like. (laughs) army crawling to your room like half naked yeah. trying to so after after i called you and you said you were on your way i was like okay now i have to be able to put some pants on so i like i stood up very slowly and like wobbled kind of to the bedroom grabbed my pants and wobbled back yeah. to the bathroom sat on the floor and put them on <laughs> oh my god yeah because it takes me maybe right. five minutes yeah. to get to yeah where you live from my house so yeah. <sighs> well, but y'all, not to make it about myself, but it's Gemini, Gemini season. season. Maybe that's why I'm going crazy right now. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. it officially started, which means I turned 31 soon. That yes, so excited. I've been seeing all the Instagram posts of all the Gemini stuff, and I'm getting. Of getting, I've gotten very offended by a lot of them, but also been like, exactly, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, the Pisces side of it, everyone's like, y'all are way too emotional. I'm like, no, we're not. Okay, you're right. You're right. Oh Lord, I know we were looking at all the um, all the signs and like, because both my boys are Tauruses. <clears throat> Richard's Aquarius and then Madeline's a Libra. And so I was like, oh, let's go see what like mm-hmm. our signs are compatible or whatever. And the Taurus and Aquarius are like mm-hmm. bound to be best friends. And then Gemini's mm-hmm. and uh, Libra's are. I was like, oh, dope. It's like mm-hmm. we have our like boys and girls and like blah, blah, blah. 
And, um, and when I was looking at it and I was like, oh, well, if she was born when she was supposed to be, she okay. would have been a Scorpio. Yeah. Thank God she wasn't. Cause I was like, oh, anyway. So, and I was like, oh, cause then she would have been, I was like, it would have been Taurus's Aquarius and Scorpio. And uh, Stinky goes, yeah, mommy, would have just been like all by yourself. Thanks, dude. <laughs> okay. I was talking to someone about like astrology the other day and I know enough to like fake my way through a conversation, but like being gay, I feel like I have to yeah. know at least a little bit because the amount of times I get asked about this shit is wild to me. I, it's like, it's like when you come yeah, out, really? like you have to take a class on astrology. Like you, it's... <laughs> you just have to know. What? It's so wild. <laughs> the amount of times oh I've been asked gosh. about it and like there's and now I'm starting to believe it too. Like on dating profiles and stuff, I'm like, mm, no, he's a Scorpio. Mm -mm. Nope. Sorry. What is happening with me? <laughs> well It's crazy. Listen. Sometimes it just suckers you in and you either are just on board or you're not. Oh, my I just boys I want to be on board. Leah's, yeah, because mm -hmm. you get them all three in yeah. the same freaking week, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, Leos are good. I like Leos. Um, what was I gonna say? I I was talking about how I I like feel like I um, have to know this stuff. Oh yes. I want to get into it so bad and mm -hmm. it's just so much information yeah. that I'm like, I get overwhelmed yeah. and I always try to go figure out like what my rising sign is and what my mm -hmm. like moon sign or whatever it is, because I don't think right. I'm very Gemini. Like, I don't think I'm like, you know, the typical Gemini. And so I want to mm -hmm. figure out what those signs are because I think whatever one of those is, is probably yeah. like my, my go-to or whatever. And, uh, I, to not for the life of me freaking figure it out. Mom, I'm like, what I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, I've actually asked her one time and she goes, and she goes, well, Deshae's born at this time. And she's like, and I can't remember between you and Sage, one of you was born like really early in the morning and one of you was born late at night. And I was like, yeah. okay, well that Thanks. doesn't help me at all. <laughs> I need to know the exact one. <laughs> you don't understand mom. The charts need to know. I... <laughs> So I Storm, I vaguely remember being there when you were born. Uh -huh. Vaguely. Yeah. So it was probably mm. in the morning. Okay. If I was that there, matters. I'm assuming it was in the morning. Yeah, probably. Oh of course, yeah. Adrian. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't remember exactly. yours. Greenland, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I was telling you guys earlier, the story this week is the last two stories that we did, like, kind of messed with me a little bit. And I had to, like, I've been thinking about it a lot recently. Yeah. Um, and so this story is kind of like, it's kind of a mixture of Deshae's story and my last story. Um, oh, off topic. I spoke to uh, the mortician. That's my friend. Um, and she was like, mm -hmm. yes, I will come on your yes. podcast. And yes. And I asked her all of the questions that we had from the Hanover uh, vampire. And she answered all of them, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I was super <gasps> Yay! We were having a long ass conversation about it. And <laughs> my mentor was like, Sage, what are you talking about? 
And I was like, I, I just need to know some things, okay? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> it just makes you, exactly. it makes you just curious. Yeah. It's not like a weird thing. I mean, yeah. maybe it is, but I feel like I feel like most people probably have that. But at the same time, I understand what she's saying because like, yes. if someone were to walk into a tattoo shop and I was talking to a client and be like, "So he like bit their trachea. Like, how hard is it to go through the Adam's apple?" <laughs> I understand. I get it. I really get it. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't put that together. I'm just thinking no, that you're just like chilling on the, the couch, the talking shop. about <laughs> dead bodies. And there's other clients there. Okay, but, well, okay. I mean, I prefaced everything with, like, I have a podcast. It's a true crime podcast. It's with my siblings. This is the episode we... And so I prefaced everything. So if you didn't catch that, that's your own fault. If you jump into the muddle of conversation, that's your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this week's story is about Jasmine Richardson. Do you guys know... Have you guys heard of her? She's from Canada. Mm-mm. Um, so it's not, it's, it's so, uh, anyways, well, I'll get into it. Um, so can, Canada. Wait, Canada? <laughs> I just like saying <laughs> Canada. She was so confused. <laughs> you She's like, is there a place that you I don't hear know? hear her like giggling in Canada? the Richardson family. Uh, They're from Medicine Hat, Canada. Uh, The parents are Deborah and Mark, and there is an eight-year-old son named Tyler and a 12-year-old daughter named Jasmine. In 1990, Deb and Mark met at a local gym. The gym had a program for people with substance abuse problems, and Mark had just recently gotten clean from substance abuse problems, so that's where they met. Um, And they were together for a long time and they ended up having two kids. So both of their kids were, did very well in school and just like growing up in general. Um, By the age of 11, Jasmine was an honor student. So she was in like all the smart people classes, like AP and stuff like that. Um, So as you do in the early 2000s, Jasmine started to find her way onto the internet. So she created yes, um, a yes. MySpace profile um, and it started out as like the Ooh. typical 12 year old girl profile, like um, hearts and pink and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then mm-hmm. obviously <laughs> it turned dark very quickly. He said it. He said it. <clears throat> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> very quickly. Oh my God. Yes. I have that written down just so, yeah, that was the thing. That was a thing for me. Thanks. You're welcome. Good job. Um, so did you guys ever hear of the website called vampirefreaks.com? I okay. maybe. So it was yes. very big around my time. My time. Uh, when I was in, when I was in like junior high and stuff. I know, right? Yeah, because I'm just like so was, much younger than you. It was you. very big. Like, <laughs> Uh, the Zanga MySpace time, Mm -hmm. that's when it was really, really big. Mm -hmm. So in her profile, she had her interests listed as tattoos, piercings, Tim Burton, and loud music. 
So she's a typical alternative. Same. Girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah. She's my best super, friend. Yes. Yeah. Super relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did start frequenting local shows. There was a bunch of local shows um, and she would find them like on MySpace and the Vampire Freaks website. Um, and they were all ages so- shows. So she's 12 years old and she has a big group of friends that goes at the same time. So they were, they fit right in. Oh, she's crazy. Yeah. I know, but I'm like, you're 12. What are you all doing? All ages shows. Like yeah. Like yeah. I know I, how well, those places At the same time, out, I like... was around that age when I started going to shows. But like now that I'm older, being at those shows yeah. are just weird to me. It's a little, it's anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So <laughs> at one of these shows, uh, Jasmine crosses paths with a man, a man. He is uh, 23 <laughs> years old, and his name is Ew, oh, no, Jeremy Steinke. <laughs> S-T-E-I-N-K-Y. <laughs> I'm not going to make a joke. Steinke. Yes, yes. Steinke. Ste- <laughs> <laughs> I heard it said by a couple people, and it sounds like they're saying Steinke. 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 So, um, Mr. Steinke, um, <laughs> Jesus, even saying it correctly, that's what it sounds like what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Steinke. Uh, enunciating it, it doesn't help. So, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. dropped out of high school. Uh, and the reason he dropped out was because he said he was bullied relentlessly and he just couldn't take it anymore. So he just left. He refuses to get a job. Um, he still lives with his mother, and which is no issue. And they live in a trailer. So it's a small place, and he lives with his mother. And he's 23 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, Jeremy's mother was an alcoholic and struggled, struggled to maintain any kind of relationship, really. Which means that there was a lot of uh, men that would come in and out of her life. Um, and subsequently, they would come in and out of Jeremy's life's life. He only had one. Um, that's hard. So many of these, these men didn't like Jeremy very much. Um, and that would lead to lots of abuse from these men. There was physical, emotional, spiritual, psychological, everything. Um, and they, they were called, uh, in the, the articles that I read, his mother's lovers is what they said. so it it paints the picture of the kind of person his mom was yeah so jeremy would spend um, a lot of his time online speaking to young girls that was his favorite pastime it's disgusting Mm -mm. so uh he would describe himself he was a he would describe himself as a freak and the acquaintances and the people that are around him would agree. Uh, he didn't really have a whole lot of friends. Uh, he was Mm -hmm. kind of a loner and, um, Jeremy would tell people that he, uh, he really liked the taste of blood. He even openly admitted to drinking it very Mm -hmm. regularly and he would have a vial of blood around his neck Mm -hmm. And when people would ask what it was for, he would say, in case I got a craving for blood. Which is yeah. so edgelord and it's so like okay. cringy. It's yeah. Uh, 
It's very it's like, vampirefreaks.com is what it is. When it's, Twilight was popular. That's exactly what it is. Yes. Yeah, it's uh-huh. very vampirefreaks.com. Um, mm-hmm. it, exactly so it, it continues. Uh, Jeremy claims that he is a 300-year-old werewolf. Mm-hmm. What? Okay, so he's <clears throat> yeah. not even a vampire. Um, so he's a werewolf. he says that he's a werewolf. Um, okay. And they live in a small town. Nothing's ever happened in that town. He's not a werewolf. Yeah. Nice try, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, so Jasmine met Jeremy <laughs> at one of the local shows. Um, when they met, she told him that she was 15 when she was only really 12 at the time. Um, and the fucked up Gosh. thing is that this didn't even really phase Jeremy. Um, he would openly pursue younger girls uh, so that he could easily manipulate and control them. That was his MO. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Gross. He didn't have any control in his life because of uh, his upbringing. Yeah. And so he felt that um, lovers. these young girls were the way to go, which it's not. <clears throat> we all know that. And it's we're not. About to find out. Mm-mm. And we all know, like, exactly. there's a whole category for that. Like, granted, I get that there wasn't probably, like, the oh, yeah. website. But there's a whole freaking category for that. Exactly. If people were like, exactly. tell me what to do. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not 12. Thank you. Consenting adults. It's not that hard. <laughs> <sighs> um, so over the following months, uh, the two would get uh, very close very quickly. They would chat frequently on um, MySpace and all over the place. So they, they were basically dating, but online. Um, and then over time, their in, their mm-hmm. conversations started to get more intense. So I was also that like alternative edgy girl when I was growing up. You guys know. And there's like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's kind of almost like a like a like a line that everybody in that kind of group goes against. Does that make sense? Like everyone kind of follows the same path. Mm-hmm. In, like, here or there. Right. And so, um, everything that's happening, like, at this time, it just seems like it's, it's the snowball. Like, it just keeps happening. Um, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. the, they decided to become a couple. He asked her out, basically. Um, and they became a boyfriend and girlfriend. And they were having a relationship online. It, she's 12 years old okay <clears throat> wow um so there was an email from jeremy to jasmine and this is this is a little tough to read because i know that it's going to a 12 year old but it says god i can't get over seeing or talking to you i yearn to hear your soft subtle voice and long to hold you in my arms i love you and i miss you and I wish we could just go somewhere and be alone for a little while. Yeah. Ew. Um, so Jasmine, uh, at this time, she's still kind of like the typical 12-year-old girl. Um, she's starting to fall into the alternative lifestyle. Um, she has this guy that's telling her this stuff is cool. And, um, she started to go to shows and stuff like that. Uh, she got like super into this website, the vampire freaks website. Um, 
she started dressing in only black. She was wearing much darker, heavier makeup. Um, and at one time, uh, Jeremy went so far as to declare his love to her. He gave her a vial of his own blood. so like listening to these things it doesn't sound like it's that like crazy you know what i mean i mean yes she's 12 but like i i also had like a vial of blood when i was a kid like it was just that edgy kind of thing Mm -hmm. so anyways (laughs) i'm getting off topic yeah but like not exactly no yeah absolutely right like, that's, that's where I'm getting part. the, like, boogie boogies. And it's just weird because the way that he worded that email was very, mm-hmm. like, I know this girl is young, so I'm not going to say anything too be careful with his wording. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's disgusting. Yep. Um, so they never really, like, m- met outside of talking online uh they they met at that show and then they talked online and that Mm -hmm. was pretty much it they had never really like gotten together so at a certain point jasmine's parents find out what she's doing and she finds out they find out that she has an online boyfriend um and they find out how old he is and so what they do is Ooh. they just take away her computer. That was their um, reaction to that. That was all that they did. Um, so, however, after a short time of good behavior, they gave her the computer back. So basically it sounds oh like they grounded God. her for like a week what? and they felt bad and gave her her computer back. Um, yeah, so shortly after she got her computer back, the two reconnected, obviously, and, uh, they decided that they needed to be more careful about hiding their relationship. So I say they, but it was him. Like he was, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the restrictions of the relationship started to weigh on Jeremy, um, and he started getting very frustrated um, at Jasmine's parents and, and he thought they were getting in the way basically, uh, because he wanted to be with her and mm-hmm. they weren't letting that happen. So, um, Jeremy would oh, write boy. in his journal about his frustrations and it, he writes poetry and this is like that super emo poetry. So just get ready. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> my lover's parents are totally unfair They don't know what's going on. They just assume she's slowly going insane. She continues to, to think that I came their throats. I want to slit. They shall pay for their insolence. Mm. Finally, there will be silence and their blood will be the payment. Oh my God. So, um, that was, that was Jeremy writing in his journal and soon after he is able to convince Jasmine that her parents are the problem. 
Oh, God. Uh, messages between the two would begin to joke about getting rid of her parents and being able to live somewhere alone. Uh, there's a, a, like a chat that a little excerpt was from, and Jasmine says, um, I miss you more than killing people. Can we get together and kill people? I hate them. So I have this plan. It begins with me killing them, and it ends with us living together. And Jeremy said, well, I love your plan, but we need to get a little more creative and more details. So <laughs> he realizes at this point that he has a hold of this girl and she's going to do what he wants, mm -hmm. right. <clears throat> which is disgusting and fucked up. Um, so Obviously, teenagers talk about their parents all the time, like about hating their parents and stuff like that. And um, so at, at that time, they didn't really know if Jasmine was being like truthful or if she was just like placating him or if she was just being like a normal teenager, basically. So... Yeah. Um, she she wasn't really sure um and i don't i personally i don't believe that she knew what was going on she had no idea she was just going along with it um okay yeah. so she wasn't she wasn't really sure about it but in jeremy's mind he's he's a predator and he's talking about killing her parents and them being together this is completely serious for him this is what's going to happen so on April 23rd of 2006, um, on Sunday, the town was, uh, it, it was very quiet except for the children that were playing outside. Obviously it's regular Sunday and a boy went to the Richardson house to see if Tyler, uh, Jasmine's younger brother, he wanted to see if they, if he could come out and play. So he knocks on the door and there's no answer at the door. Um, so the boy thought it was really weird um, because they're always home on Sundays. The whole Richardson family is normally home on Sundays and their family car was still in the driveway. So he, the, the boy goes to look through the window. Um, and so there's a, there's a door and there's like a ledge. And then under that ledge, there's a window to the basement. <clears throat> so that's where he looks in. Mm -hmm. um, and in the basement, he could see the shadow of a body lying on the floor and not moving. So this boy knew that something was wrong. He went home and he told his mom what was happening. And uh, the mom calls the police to do a wellness check on the family. After arriving at the house, police noticed that something was very wrong. The door was unlocked and the house was completely silent. How eerie would that be? So Walking scary. into a house and when you... Uh, I, yeah, it, completely silent. So uh, they started their check in the, in the basement because that's where the boy said that he saw something. Um, and that's where they find the bodies of Mark and Deborah Richardson. Um, after checking the rest of the house, they find the body of 
Tyler Richardson still in his bed covered in blood. Tyler has been stabbed five times and his throat has been cut. Checking around the house for more evidence, the police started to notice family photos around the house and they noticed that one family member is missing, Jasmine. The the initial reaction for the police was that there was a home invasion and then maybe Jasmine had been kidnapped by the home invaders. They didn't really know exactly what was going on. So they put out an Amber Alert for Jasmine. and they uh, begin to do like local investigations on her. They're trying to find out more information about her. They begin talking to Jasmine's friends in the school um, and the police were given access to Jasmine's locker at school. And in the locker, there was a drawing. They found a drawing from Jasmine. Um, In this drawing, there was a stick figure family and it was like a comic. So there was a bunch of different um, like panels of it. And it was all like stick figures. And mm-hmm. uh, in this comic, uh, there's a family and they're going on a walk through a park. And one of the family members uh, goes to a truck, which is labeled on the paper as Jeremy's truck. And they get gasoline and pour it on the other three members of the family. The comic shows the pain and the agony of the family members would endure. So basically she's drawing pictures of her murdering her family. Hmm. Uh, The police started to then get suspicious about Jasmine and they wanted to find um, Jeremy. They didn't know who Jeremy was, but in that comic, it said Jeremy's truck. So they knew that there was a Jeremy. They didn't know anything about him. So it didn't take really long for them to find any information um, about Jeremy or Jasmine, that, like that everyone was very forthcoming about what they needed. So Jasmine's friends were able to identify the, um, the man, Jeremy, as Jeremy Allen Steinke. Steinke. <laughs> uh, they would tell the police that he was completely obsessed with her and would do anything to keep their relationship going. Uh, They would also hint that Jasmine has joked at times about killing her own parents. So with the testimony of the friends and the online chat logs between Jeremy and Jasmine, the police were able to paint a better picture of what actually happened. The local news had the story everywhere. Uh, The locals were freaked out. They were frightened because there's two killers on the loose. Yeah. Um, and the media coverage is eventually what would be the downfall of the two. So shortly after the news coverage, uh, they were spotted at a gas station less than a hundred miles away. They had been staying with a friend and they were completely unaware, um, of their previous actions and they, or sorry, so the friends that they were staying with, they either they either really actually didn't know what was going on or they just didn't believe them whenever they would say something about it. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, the, the friends that they were staying with just thought it was like a really fucked up joke. Like they didn't they didn't think it was true, but they also just thought it was a joke. 
Mm-hmm. But also, there is a 23 year old man with a 12 exactly. year old. And yeah, and they're letting them stay at the house. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no. after seeing the headlines um, in the news, the friends that they're staying with contacted the police. Why did you not contact the police when a 12 year old walked in your door? Good for them. <clears throat> right. Thank you. So the they contact the police, and eventually Jeremy's truck was found um, in a field where the couple had spent the night. Um, the couple, sorry, the two individuals. Oh God, it's hard reading this stuff. It's <sighs> yeah. um, so they found the truck, um, and. So they found Jeremy's truck, um, and it was in a field, and the the two had slept in it that night. Um, The two Mm -hmm. seemed pretty unbothered um, by the news, but they um, kind of seemed annoyed about what was going on. So, yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry we're looking for the people that killed. Yeah. You're annoyed that they're looking for you. Yeah. During the investigation, um, it didn't really take long for them to basically just give up the story and tell them what happened. So Jeremy told police that Jasmine had begged him to get rid of her parents by any means necessary. And since he was so in love with her, he would do anything for her. So he's blaming it on the 12-year-old. Jasmine, on the other hand... She instantly threw Jeremy under the bus. There was there was no questioning about it. Good. Um, yeah. She described him as the sole perpetrator of the crime. She claimed that she was only hypothetically talking about killing her family, and that was it. And it was just a joke, and she never intended on anything actually happening. Jeremy claims, and it's backed up by the online transcripts that they had, that um, it was it was more accurate that both of them were involved in the crime. So according to the online yeah. conversations, that um, the, basically they planned everything out, and it was step by step, and you like you mm-hmm. saw it all. On April twenty second of two thousand six, uh, Jasmine secretly let Jeremy into the house at night. She then went upstairs where Jeremy made his way to the basement. And in the basement, he found Deborah. And Deborah was doing laundry. So Jeremy takes the uh, six-inch folding knife that he has in his pocket and leaps onto her and stabs her repeatedly in the chest. The screams for help from his wife caught the attention of Mark and Mark runs down into the basement and he sees his wife's body with a man wearing a balaclava standing over her with a knife. So obviously he reacts and they start to, they start to wrestle and try and find, try and get the knife away from Jeremy. Um, Mark ended Mm -hmm. up receiving multiple knife wounds to his chest and back. Um, this is fucked up but as mark was losing consciousness he was able to get one question to jeremy why jeremy's response was because your daughter wanted it this way 
Blaming the 12-year-old. Doesn't work like that. As he's dying, that's what he hears about his daughter. Yeah. Um, So as all of this was happening, Jasmine was up in her room. And uh, they had agreed that while Jeremy was taking care of her parents, that she would take care of her younger brother, who was asleep in his bedroom. Oh, oh my God. Um, the account of the next events that followed differed greatly between the two accounts of the, of the people in the couple. So Jeremy and Jasmine could not get their shit together and they couldn't tell who actually did what. But it's all written out. Yeah. It's all there. Um, but they just couldn't get it out of them for like a confession, basically. So um, Jeremy claims that Jasmine killed her brother all by herself and he had nothing to do with it. Um, Jasmine testified after Mm -hmm. that she had struggled with uh, killing him. And so Jeremy ended up stabbing him at the end. Like she was planning on it, but she couldn't do it. And so Jeremy did it. Um, she claimed that she had weakly stabbed him once. Tyler had five stab wounds and a deep laceration to his throat. She didn't weakly stab shit. So gross. No. Um, so Jeremy then left the house, leaving Jasmine alone, um, in the house. Her entire family is dead. And she's 12 years old in the house by herself. So shortly after, she calls a cab to go to Jeremy's trailer. Uh, During the trial, the cab driver uh, was brought in and asked about what happened. And he described her um, as uh, the the young girl looked unfazed. She She cheerfully greeted me and nothing seemed out of the ordinary. So she goes to Jeremy's trailer um, and they spend the whole next day together. They were seen at a restaurant cuddling and kissing before visiting their friends. Um, And when they got to their friend's house, they would brag about what happened. God. During the investigation, uh, the, the two were allowed to write letters to each other, which is I'm like, what? why? It's never, never been a thing. Yeah. But they were allowed to um, write letters to each other. And I think the main reason why is because they were trying to get the actual story out of them. And they realized that they talk online all the I time. Gotcha. So if they let them write letters back to each other, someone's going to slip up somewhere and they're going to find more out. Yeah. So... Um, In one of these letters, Jeremy asks Jasmine to marry him. And Jasmine accepts. Um, She she just accepted a marriage proposal from the person who just killed her family. That shows how, like, fucked up he had her. And how much she believed Mm -hmm. all of this. One year later, in June of 2007, the couple were separately put on trial for the murders of the Richardson family. Since Jeremy was an adult, 
he was put uh, under the full force of the law. His defense uh, would say that he was weak-willed, immature man uh, with low self-esteem and his history of abuse from his mother's lovers were to blame for his actions. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you got a bad okay. childhood, it's cool. It's cool. You can, yeah. Um, even with his uh, friends that testified, um, he, he would have done anything to keep her together, basically. He, even after all of this, he was still in love with this child. She's a child. So gross. Disgusting. Um, so Jeremy was given three life sentences and he was eligible for parole after 25 years. And I also have to keep remembering that this is in Canada. So their legal system is probably a little bit different. Right. Uh, but due to her yeah. age, Jasmine kept, uh, she, her name was basically kept out of the trial. She was kept anonymous all of the the court proceedings only refer to her as J.R. Uh, because of the uh, long digital trial and her action, or the the digital um, trail, not trial. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I was like dang, this uh, is digital. Because of the <laughs> digital trail and her actions before the murders and after the murders, uh, Jasmine has been found guilty of the three murders. Uh, her lack of remorse and empathy mm-hmm. uh, were at very evident throughout the trial. And she was even caught smiling when they were describing the death of her family. Oh my God. Due to her age, um, the maximum penalty penalty under Canadian law is that she, uh, the highest she could get is 10 years. That's it. <laughs> Wow. For murder? She gets out in her 20s. Like, (laughs) wow. So, those 10 years would include psychiatric care in a shared home and monitored living. She wasn't in jail. She wasn't in juvie. Nothing. (gasps) She was in a halfway house. Wow. For killing her family. Mm -mm. And (sighs) she was with other people? Like,. Yeah. Like it was nothing? Um, after a while of serving her time, she was paraded as the perfect example of rehabilitation. Through therapy and the detachment of Jeremy, she began to express genuine remorse for her actions, which also just goes to show how fucked up this dude was. It's, it's yeah. a lot. Um, those responsible for her care would, uh, would say that she became confident that she would never reoffend. They, they deal with this type of thing all the time. It's a halfway house for troubled youth, basically. Mm-hmm. So they, they firmly believe mm-hmm. that she would not ever reoffend. Uh, Justice Scott Booker mm-hmm expressed his belief that Jasmine has now is now a changed person. 
he was quoted as saying, uh, I think your parents and your brother would be proud of you. Clearly, uh, oh my God, every single time I have to read. Clearly, you cannot undo the past. You can only live each day with the knowledge that you can control what you do and how you behave. So she apparently made enough of an impact on these people that they legitimately believe that she wouldn't reoffend, And they were even saying that her parents would be proud of her for this. Mm-hmm. Like for <laughs> so, yeah. Um, for the last five years of Jasmine's sentence, uh, she attended the Mount Royal University under a different different name so that she could reintegrate into society. So after her being at the halfway house for five years, she went to college. Um, she okay. Yeah. Come she on, was Canada. released in 2016 um, and continues to live amongst the public. Obviously, no one knows what her new name is or anything like that. So, but she right. she's there. Um, Jeremy is still <sighs> behind bars. Good. So, what? How do you guys feel about the trial? Like the the punishment that she got. A bullshit. Mm. Do better, Canada. Like I get all the like rehabilitation, mm-hmm. psych, you know. But she should have been. She it's right. like she didn't pay for anything. She wasn't punished. So yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I I see that side, but after after like researching it a little bit more, I saw like the other side of it. Because when I first heard him say that your parents and your brother would be proud of you, I was like, that's fucking that's fucked. That is so fucked up. But yeah. She's 12 years old. She was manipulated by this really fucked up dude. She no longer has a family. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's punishment enough. So like she has to, she has to carry these things for the rest of her life. And she was able to like the, the house that they put her in, she was under psychiatric care. So that means that she was, um, treated for all of the bullshit that she had been through yeah she's getting help right. which is good which yeah. I, I appreciate that but just, it's just one of those and i i hate using the example of like make a you know make a show of her, her or around. whatever it is yeah yeah but it's like you know people are gonna see that that's if you have a child who has problems mm. and are having these thoughts and then they see this girl who did it and then is yeah. fine. Like mm-hmm. what's to stop them from just yeah. being like, it's okay. That's very true. You know what I mean? Like it's just one of yeah. those, but I'm, I mean, I understand it and I, I have a very large problem with the United States. Um, Penal system. Yes. Justice yeah. system. In a lot of those ways, but I'm also just like, you know, that I, I just, I don't know. I mean, right. it's very half and half. Yeah. Like I, I get it. And I'm glad that she was able exactly. to be okay. And like, she was And that's 12. why I wrote down the question. Like I think about mm-hmm. my son and I'm like, you, you could totally 
win your way oh, yeah. into his heart and make him do probably twelve years old. Like any yeah, dude. Girl, there's, like, there's a reason for this. Yeah, and that's what that's why I wrote that that question down. That's why I asked you guys because I was so on the fence about it, and I told you guys that this was was going to be a hard one for me. Uh, but I'm so on the fence about like the the punishment that she got because I can see both sides of it. But at the same time, she's a victim. Yeah. For the most part. Mm-hmm. But she also That's true. killed her That's little very brother. True. Like, I mean, I don't think that she was ever feel fearful fearful for her life. It'd be one thing if it was like, if I don't right. kill him, he's going to kill yeah. me. Or like, and I don't think she ever no. had that. And it, it was it was the fear. 23-year-old guy telling telling her that they couldn't be together unless her parents were gone. And that's, that's what the entire thing was. So gross. And so that's, it's like the, um, uh, what is that? Gypsy, Gypsy Rose. It's that type of like mind game. Like that's what I was thinking of when I was hearing this, because I feel like this type of story has been done a lot. Like it's happened multiple times a a younger person finds someone older online and then they end up killing their family like i feel it's happened multiple times and yes i don't know there has to be like like someone has to be able to figure this out (laughs) it's not it's not just cybersecurity right like there's gotta be there's there's psychological issues there's all kinds of stuff going on and is that is that partly on the parents for not monitoring the child online better somewhat i mean i will never blame the parents for their murder but yes there should have been something going on to monitor and the, the second mm-hmm. that you found out that she was having a relationship with a 23-year-old online and then you just give her her computer back with no... Parental settings, anything. She was able anything. to get right back into it. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, while yeah. those things are happening, like, some parents are like, oh, like, it's just something we're having to deal with. It's another teenager thing. You know what I mean? Like, they're not thinking she's going to kill me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's also but there's too, also like, the fact that um, at that time it was probably like kids knew a lot about computers and like getting in the end parents yeah. didn't like it wasn't you yeah. know maybe they just thought that like I, I don't know maybe, maybe they probably just didn't understand yeah. that and that's that's valid too I'm I'm playing devil's advocate and just asking all the questions because this. Yeah. yeah, but also like as a parent for like check in yeah. with your kids, mm-hmm. you know, like they're not going to tell, there's going to be so many mm-hmm. things they don't tell you. There really is. And you just have to accept that. But, you know, <laughs> there's yes. ways of finding things out, obviously, and even mm-hmm. for their own safety, you know, like, mm-hmm. for example, like, you know, we have like the smart TVs or whatever, you know, so we have all mm-hmm. the like streaming services. Um, we deleted YouTube off of Deegan's TV really? today because Matt and I were like, you know, he like he yeah he he likes to watch like what is that stupid one Lanky mm-hmm. Box or whatever, 
um, you know, and like yeah. these kids stuff, but then it can lead into yes. them getting into other things yeah. that they shouldn't be watching. So it's like, yeah. no, it's, and we had to explain, this isn't anything you did. We're just doing this because, you know, this is just what we need to do. You know, like you can yeah. get on YouTube kids or whatever, but so things like that. And I read, you know, I read something and, recently about that. I don't know. I'm sure like people are putting the like yeah. hot button words, like the for kids but it's like real fucked up videos. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, so fucked up. do you know, as much as you can, like, you know, Eli, he, he talks to me and stuff, but he's also yeah. pretty quiet and it's, he's one of those kids where I have to like, you know, had to like drill mm-hmm. for information. Like tell right. me what's going on. I can feel mm-hmm. something. Can't exactly. help you unless you talk to me. But I'm that, yeah. I'm always like thinking in my head, I'm that like where I'm like, like, what is mm-hmm. it? Like, come on, just say it. What is it? You know, I'm probably pulling, push, pushing for something that right. maybe even isn't there. Maybe that's just my own like worry or whatever. I don't know. Or maybe the fact that I'm a young, young parent or that I've been a parent since I'm 18. And I just kind of yeah. know things. But just gotta check in with your kids you just made me (laughs) laugh because i was thinking about i was just telling somebody this the other day um stinky wanted to go to the park that's i mean like literally it's a three minute walk from our house he wanted to go to Mm -hmm. the park and play basketball with his friend and um so he's like he was like okay i want to can i go to the park and i was like yeah you can go to the park and richard's like who are you going to the park with and he was like blah 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 Where's blah, blah, blah live in the neighborhood across the street. And he was mm-hmm. like, what are you going to do? And he was like, hang out. And he was like, what do you mean hang out? What are you going to do? And he was like, probably play basketball. And he was like, whose basketball are you going to use? And he was like, his. And I was like, Richard, will you just let him go? I was like, it makes sense. I understand yeah. what you're thinking. And like the things that Same. you used to do when you went to the park. He's just Cause like, as soon as you said, go to the park, like, I was like, uh, uh-uh. no, yeah. What do you want to go to the we park for? We only went for? to the park for a very yeah. specific reason. Exactly. Right. And I, so it just made me giggle. And I was like, he is not. I mean, I, maybe I'm just, you mm-hmm. know, he's my kid. He'll never do that. But I, <laughs> we were giggling. We were talking about like rooms to put kids in. And, um, and, I was like, oh, this would be a good place for Garrett. And then I was like, no, Garrett can't go there because he's going to sneak out the front window. No. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I said, yeah. we're going to have to move him to the other room. Yeah. And then, like, it was funny because we were talking about Stinky switching him to a different room. And he was like, oh, yeah, this will be perfect because then I can sneak out and just get snacks. And I'm like, see, that's a total different because I know when Garrett is your age, I just have a feeling that he's going to be like, yeah, I'm sneaking out of the house. I'm like, snacks. oh, you care about yeah. sneaking out to get snacks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my yep. uh, my ex lived in this like big apartment complex and his patio was like butted up against another building and every single night this little like 14 year old girl i could see the blinds open and i was like oh here she comes here she comes she snuck out every single night and i watched her Every single oh night. God. And I would watch like, I would watch like to see where she was going, making sure she wasn't getting in a car or something like that, you know, but like 
she would walk yeah. to like there was like a wooded area to the side she would walk over there and sit down and she was smoking is what she was doing but I like every single night and I was like oh I, at that point I had like when I was a kid if I had seen that I would have been like what the fuck is she doing but at that point I had done enough stupid shit to know what she was doing so I like I yeah. tried to like yeah. check on her basically and make sure that she was okay I'm not gonna stop mm-hmm. her from smoking like that's do good. whatever the fuck you want but at the same time if she gets in a yeah. car we're gonna have an issue <laughs> yeah. right you're gonna be like exactly let's yeah. go we're following the <laughs> i don't know who this person is i've never yeah. met this person in my entire life but i am we're going to find where she's going but exactly. we're gonna save her life yeah. today mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just like those tiktoks you know where it's like me when i'm 15 in the back of a twin oh my god yes car. going yes. 150 no, down no, my mom thinks about <laughs> and she's just sitting there with her little yes. like fluffy jacket i watched that over and over again because it was me that was me it was absolutely oh, me. It's hilarious it yeah <sighs> But it's funny because, like, my 23-year-old was my sister. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I blamed Deshae's friends for most of yep. the um, vices that I got when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell oh, mom. mom knows all of it. She tells me stuff, mom, like, to this must. day that I thought I got away with. She tells me all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, she's like, oh, I don't she's like, oh that time mm-hmm. that you got storm drunk. I'm like, what? How do you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that was a big one. Like, like I remember that was like a, like a, oh my god. Like I remember not even yeah. being able to sleep because I was terrified we were getting into something. And I'm like, right. I'm a whole ass adult, <laughs> but I'm. We it was right exactly. when Eli and I had moved back. Exactly. And I'm like, but we was, all like, lived together. No, you were like 16 no. at the time. I think. <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes, she was. I remember. I, I think we told that story oh on here God. at some yeah. point. It was. Yeah. Yeah. With horrible influences. <laughs> God, it was so bad. So listen, I s- if I, I am the way that I am because of you guys. So if you don't it's like your own me, fault. Like exactly. <laughs> it just trickles down. We're just an amalgamation of each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're so. Oh, that's funny charismatic together yep <sighs> i knew we would end up laughing by the end of it i just I, I kept getting off topic because there's so many things i wanted to say in here but i'm trying to like limit myself a little bit but this story was just like yeah these real are tough. It's really shitty good job but yeah, these are hard. They're hard yeah. to talk about, man. Especially yeah. when they involve yeah. kids. Yeah, there's there's a few hot yeah, button topics like... that just really like really grind my gears, and this is obviously one of them. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know. It's it, the stuff that we've been talking about for the past like month has been weighing heavy on my mind. So I've been. It's just something that happened, I guess. It is what it yeah. is. It is Unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're all mentally okay. Uh, if, if in case anybody was like worried about us or wondering or anything, like we're we're okay. Yeah, <laughs> I swear. I mean, we're, we're mentally we're alive. <laughs> I guess like <laughs> we're here. Exactly. We're yeah. functioning. 
We are whole ass adults. Yes. I'm like three quarters of an adult. I'm almost there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I am as long as I'm not the adult no. adult, then I'm okay. Like I, I can't. <laughs> don't sign me up to that role. I guess. Yeah, yeah. she has to be the adult adult because exactly. I don't want to be that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's great. I love it. I'm sure. <laughs> I love it here. <laughs> She's oh, yeah. definitely mentally oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, Stormwell, where can they find us on the other socials? We are on Instagram and Twitter at 3SWB Podcast. We are on Facebook, Three Siblings Walk Into a Bar. Please go like, comment, do all the things. And also, please, please, please rate and review. It's super mm-hmm. helpful for us, especially on Apple. They are super p- picky about sharing stuff without reviews. And yeah. That's what happens when three siblings walk into a bar.